very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan with you. It's the day after Budget Day. And, you know, we could have spent the next hour talking about the budget and how it affected you. And we were kind of going to do that. But really and truly, do you want to bore yourself to tears with something that'll be irrelevant as and from tomorrow? We all know it was disastrous. The government will pretend they're gaslighting you, telling you it was a great budget. You're all going to be looked after and you're going to pay a little bit less tax and you get 150 quid for energy credit and, hey, we'll give school books to kids for an extra two years and all that kind of nonsense. And all they've done, as I said yesterday, is they've moved the deck chairs around to make it look good because there's an election coming next year. But realistically, with the cost of living probably doubling over the last three years, for most people, realistically, when you look at the average price of everything, including filling your car with diesel or petrol, filling your tank with oil for your heating, using your gas, using your electricity. All of those things are going to cost you so much more money that this budget is practically useless to you. Useless. And the government are not thinking of the family. They have delayed, of course, giving away the free childcare or reduced childcare till next year, the end of 2024. That's no good to families with young children. So they've basically neglected the family. Oh, yeah, it's not a bad budget, by the way, if you're sitting on your hole doing nothing. You know, when you're collecting the dole, you get a bit extra. You know what I mean? And that's I'm talking about those who choose to sit on their holes, not the ones who have disabilities, invalidity, or pensions, as we talked about yesterday. So all in all, it was a pretty shit and boring budget for everybody. And what happened today? Of course, they expected a protest outside the doll, so they erected not just barriers, but massive fences, so you can't even see into the doll. And they have an exclusion zone around the doll. We've got up to a point in Irish history where you can't even protest. They don't even want a dissenting voice anymore. Then you have the Green Party putting on more taxes, of course. How do they even weasel their way into government in the first place? But don't worry about it. Next election, they'll be decimated. They'll be gone. Anyway, look, we could talk about that all day, but it would just annoy you. And you've been listening to it all morning. I was listening to Morning Ireland. I was listening to Pat Kenny. I was listening to it all, and it was just yada, 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 yada. So I decided to do something lighter today to lighten the tone of the day a little bit. And I thought this was an interesting message that I got. And something that comes up every now and again, and it actually has come up for most people at some point. And it seems to affect women more than it affects men. Hi there, lads. Now, that's a bad way to start your email, by the way, because we do have a woman as well, you know. Hi there, lads. I have the mother of all problems on my hands. You think so? I think people have bigger problems than you in the world. Anyway, I have an angry brother and a pissed off wife. So my brother and I are really close, and I'm the best man at his wedding in three months' time. We were so looking forward to this wedding, uh, but now it's turning into my worst nightmare. I am married with three kids all under the age of 12, and the invitations were sent out last week. And lo and behold, the invitation was for myself and my wife. My wife called me in work and asked why the kids are not mentioned on the invitation. And to be honest, it was never mentioned before now, as we just assumed they were invited because I was the best man. I told my wife I'd call my brother, as it was clearly just an oversight. I called him, and he apologised to me and said that the, uh, it was a last-minute decision not to invite children, as the numbers were already over 100 people. And besides, his wife didn't want kids at the wedding, as she felt it wasn't a place for children. I asked if he could just make my life a little bit easier and make an exception for our kids. But that was a no. As he said, there are other in-laws and cousins with kids, and there would be murder if any exceptions were made for our kids. I'm going to be honest, I understand completely. But I knew I had to call my wife, and she wasn't going to be quite as understanding. I was right. She flipped the lid and said she wasn't going without the kids. For the last week, I have been back and forward with her, my brother, my mother, and everybody, but things are getting no better. My wife has says 
now that she's not going. And she's really angry and said that if I go, I'm clearly putting my family before her feelings. I explained this to my brother and he thinks she's being childish and says if I pull out of the wedding, he'll never speak to me again. And he's my only brother. This is like a bad nightmare and I don't know what to do as my wife is very stubborn and I've seen things like this before and she doesn't give in easy. She said there is nobody to babysit the kids anyway, so how could we go and that my brother and his fiance are clearly mean and selfish. So it's either my brother or my wife. Who do I choose? Please help in very large capitals. Now, who comes first? Is blood thicker than water? Is it the wife or the brother? The wife is clearly being stubborn. And by the way, kid weddings, you know, or, or should I say adult weddings or no kid weddings are more common nowadays. Something like 46% of weddings now are child-free. And I kind of think it's for an obvious reason. It's probably not a place for children to see Uncle Johnny and Auntie Mary pissed out of their heads at 7 o'clock in the evening with ties wrapped around their head and his penis exposed. So it's probably not the best place for a child. But here's the real question. Who does he choose? His wife is digging in her heels. She's not going. And she doesn't want him to go because that'll hurt her feelings. Her brother is, his brother has said if he doesn't go because he's the best man, he'll be pissed off and he won't speak to him again. So what does he do? Let me know what you think. You can text or WhatsApp at 85 85 The other thing as well, by the way, just before we start, I, I put a picture of this up earlier on, online. So, I don't know if you can see that very clearly. I'll get it closer to the camera. Okay, so that, they are the Nile Boiling Podcast mugs. Now, we have newer ones coming in, which are so much nicer than these. But these are nice as well. And... Uh, people have asked, because they've often seen it sitting here on the table, you know, ca how can I get one? If you go to our website, nileboylan.com, and you sign up on the website, we will randomly pick three people over the next three days, because we've only got three of these ones left, because the new ones are on the way. We will randomly pick three people, and we will send you out one of those mugs. But you must sign up on the website and register, obviously to support us. And I don't mean for free. It's only five ninety nine a month, the price of a pint of beer, the price of a mug. All right, so you've got a chance of getting the mug if you sign up. So go to our website, nileboylan.com. Now, let me go to Dave. Dave, hi, how are you? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. No, you're not getting a mug before you ask. Just, 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 just asking for a Sorry. mug doesn't get you one. Huh? Uh, nothing. You're, you know, you're, you're, you're a miserable shite. You know that? I don't, I don't want one of your stupid-looking mugs anyway. <laughs> 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 yeah, stupid-looking mugs. Dave, yeah, yeah, what a, yeah, what a yeah. quandary to be in. Now, I know uh, you... This fella's... This fella's fucked either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> he's dead honest with you. You know, normally, like, there's there's some kind of get-out-of-jail-free cause. Or there's a bit of leeway somewhere. Leeway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's screwed, like, because, I mean, you know, if he pisses off the brother, the brother's going to have to needle with him forever. And, you know, I mean, you know the phrase, happy wife, happy life. So, uh, yeah, you know, the missus is going to have, yeah, I honestly, I'd rather have my brother pissed off me than my missus, to be honest with you, because I have to live with my brother. <laughs> you don't have to have sex with your brother. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Well, that's not where you live. Uh, anyway. <laughs> But I mean, um, the wife is she is she being selfish or or you know? I mean, after all, he is the best man. They are directly related. You think he'd invite the kids, wouldn't you? But, but why? Like, I don't understand people who want to bring their kids to a wedding. Anyway, do you know what I mean? Like, weddings are like if you're having a wedding, they're expensive. But even if you're a guest at a wedding, 
they're expensive. Like, you easily have anywhere. Between. I mean, if he's the best man, um, they have to give a big gift. I can guarantee they have five or six hundred quid spent before they even step foot outside. The oh, door. yeah. Then then there's, a, then there's an address and a hotel accommodation and whatever hotel, else. Hotel, dress, makeup, uh, another dress. Whatever he wants, it's mostly. Do you know? I actually never know how one another dress it seems to be. Yeah, do you know? Um, and then like, and then you have to wrangle your kids then as well. Like, I just what I I don't understand it. Does she give the ages of the children? No, I mean, no. He just said there are there's three kids under twelve. Three kids under why in the name of Jesus would you do that? But here, but here's also you know, the problem. To be fair to her, right? I don't know who she gets to mind her kids, but I'm assuming it's her mother or her sister or a relation. They're all going to be going to the wedding. So realistically, she mightn't be able to get anyone else to mind the kids. Well, that was, look, I mean, that's to be fair, but that didn't really come across in the email. What came across in the email was she wants to bring the kids. That's the end of it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, and, and look, it is a lot more women that want to bring their kids to the wedding than, than that. Man, yeah, most men couldn't I, be arsed. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, if I'm going on the piss, I don't want my kids there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like a friend of mine said to me before, when I'm going to the pub, I don't bring my children with me because I'm going to the pub to get away from my family. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, I personally, I think this poor fella is screwed no matter what happens. Now, if they were come to a happy compromise, maybe try and uh, see if the hotel itself has a babysitting service. Yeah. Do you know, the kids could be there for a little while. No, I don't really blame people for not wanting children at weddings. Like, my uncle's been to two weddings with him. One of them was his uncle's wedding, and another one then would be, like, kind of my best mate and, and his best mate, um, dad's wedding, you know? Yeah. But both nights, he was gone home by 9 o'clock. No, I get you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. I you get know, you. Because, like, you know, because so, well, well, I mean, okay, so uh, Dave, I want you to put yourself in this guy's position. You'd hate that. I want you to put yourself in this guy's <laughs> position, right? I don't know, God bless your wife when she was alive. I don't know how stubborn she was. But, I mean, he's clearly, oh, he knows his wife. So. Well, look, women can be, and we know that, right? They yeah. have principles, right? So he's clearly stated at the end of the email, he knows, as he says, this is like a bad nightmare. I don't know what to do. Uh, my wife is very stubborn. I've seen her doing things like this before. So in other words, yeah. he knows his, he knows her form. She's not giving in. See, if, if this was me, I, I tried to come to some sort of a happy compromise. You know what I mean? Like I'd say to the brother, I'd be like, look, listen, you met my missus. She's lovely, but she's crazy. <laughs> just, give me this salad. You know, just be like, we're family. Like, try to drag up something. I don't know. Did his brother ever, like, break a window when they were kids and he took the blame for it? Or, do you know, like, try try to go with the old emotional... Yeah, but I, but here's the thing. Like, the brother has a, a future wife on the way, a fiancé, and it's clearly her that's made the decision because he said it was a decision made at the last minute and either way, his wife didn't want kids at the wedding or his future wife. Oh, God. So, so he's I, also I, I, pandering I, I, to a woman. <laughs> Look, I'm like I'm not gonna lie. I do seem a bit mean on the brother's behalf because I mean, like my, my, when my young uh, young was at my brother-in-law's wedding, um, my young was the only kid there, so he was he was the only child at the wedding. But again, he went away. So maybe try to find a happy compromise with everybody that's not gonna leave him in the doghouse. But personally, I think this poor fella stuck between a rock and an incredibly hard place. Stay there for a second, Joe. I'll be with you in a minute. Let me go to James first. James, hi. How are you? Afternoon, Tino. Oh, what a position to be in, huh? 
Yeah, it's a tough one, and as your last caller said, there, he is a pain in a rock and a hard place. But on the other side of it, Niall, um, if I got invited to a wedding, I dread weddings. I absolutely hate them. Um, you know, I, you know, I, expensive. Me are expensive. Yeah, well, of course there is that, you know, like if it, especially if it's outside of, of Dublin. Well, I'm, I'm looking here, according to Credit Karma, a study almost 20% of millennials said they've spent more than $1,000, than it's an American study, on someone else's wedding. So a 1,000, you know, you wouldn't see a 1,000 euro going if Chewies are invited to a wedding. Yeah, well, we we have a wedding invite for Las Vegas for next oh, September or something. So I know I won't be going, Niall. I just, I'm not going. But anyway, um, you know, it, it's a tough one, Niall. Personally... You know, if someone said to us, you know, look, you know, having a wedding and you don't bring the kids, I'd be delighted. And they wait from the kids. Now, granted, my kids are a little older now. My oldest is 16, but... Still a kid. You know, I would try. Well, yeah, technically still a kid, but can be left on their own for a couple of hours. But I would, you know, if I had the opportunity to get away from them, I'd be delighted. But, and how would, your you know, wife, think, how would your wife feel? Well, no, she'd be, well, she'd be the same. She'd be exactly the same. Like, you know what I mean? A, a day away from them would be wonderful. But I, I think it's, it's it's a tough one because it's a wedding and it's hopefully a, a once-off thing. Now, his brother, the, the groom-to-be, he has to remember, Niall, that, you know, at the end of the day, it's his wife he has to keep happy because he you know the old saying, happy wife, happy life. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be her, yeah, yeah. It'll be her who, who he goes home to every day and not his brother or his sister-in-law. So, you know, I'm sure there could be a compromise where, you know, yeah, as, as I don't see the compromise. You're all saying there's a compromise. Where's the compromise? Well, they could bring them but keep them if, they, if there was a babysitter available or find a babysitter. Like, surely they could find a babysitter that would watch the kids for the but day. The, yeah, but the wife is not interested in that. The wife is only using that as an excuse. The wife is a, it's a point of principle with her. Her kids are not invited and she's pissed off. So she's saying she's not going because the kids are not invited. Now, she just added in, either way, she wouldn't be able to get a babysitter because everybody that normally babysits is probably going to the wedding, which is understandable. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get that, too. Yeah. So she's kind of saying, if the kids don't go, I'm not going. And if I'm not going, you're not going. And if you do go, I'm not speaking to you. Well, no, it's his brother. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at the end I of know. the day, it's a family thing. So she, just, she should just, you know, uh, you know, there should be some kind... Yeah, going back to that word again, compromise. But, you know... She should. They should do their best to try and get something to look after the kids, so both of them can go and have a day together. Because, as you know, when you have three children, you don't get much time together as it is. So you know, you take every advantage of it. Mm. So you know, sure, surely that there's somebody she knows. Maybe one of her friends could look after them for her. even like. What they could do is go to the ceremony, go to the meal, and then maybe she could leave at eight nine in the evening. You know, here comes the compromise. She could leave at eight nine in the evening. And then she could go home and then he could stay on. And that, to me, will be the best of both worlds because then he gets to celebrate it you, with his you, you, Do you Don't really... Be. Hold on. Now, James, you're a married man. You turn around yeah. to your missus and say, listen, do you want to head home after the meal and look after the kids? Do you really think she's going to compromise? Are you having a laugh, James? What's have, you, have you got the wife from heaven or something like that? I mean, why <laughs> do you think... Yeah, any, there's no woman is going to agree to that compromise that, you know, well, you can head home after the wedding and mind the kids. I'll stay here and get langered. That's not going to happen. Yeah, pr- probably not, neither. I'm just, you know, just throwing a few ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's screwed no matter what happens. he's As far as I can see, he's going to fall out with his wife or fall out with his brother, one or the other. Yeah, well, that, well see, that's the thing. It, it is going to cause a rift. And it'll actually, it'll also cause a rift with the new... Sister-in-law as well, you know what but I mean? But you know what like, I think is really unfair know. in these situations, right? Because I really feel sorry for this guy. 
this is not his fault. But yet... And that's the thing. But yet, he's the one who's going to end up in the doghouse. Yeah. And well, he's look, done nothing day, wrong. Now, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, I think what he has to do, he has to sit down and say, look, you know, um, I have to go. We have to go because it's a wedding. It's a, it's a once-off thing. It's not like if it was just a birthday, I'd say, you know, say a, a 24th or a 30th birthday. You go, yeah, grand. Look, I'm not coming either. The kids yeah. can't come and I'm not coming. It's a yeah, wedding. You, well, so, you could make an excuse. You could say we're sick or something, but he's best man at yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, if he's the best man in life, he has to go. And what she should do is she should, they should make plans, get the kids minded and, um, you know, she should just suck yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, you're, the, yeah, you're, you're talking husband. sense. You see, you're talking sense, James, but you know, sense doesn't come think of our husband, which, well, no, look, that's very rare, I talk sense. But, um, <laughs> no, for the sake of our, like, because what, what this will do now is this will cause friction then in their relationship, because I can guarantee you one thing, if they have a row over something small, this will would get dragged up, you know, I couldn't go to my brother's wedding because of you. Uh, or even if it was something like, if she wanted to go out with the girls or something, and, Here's another scenario. What's some night then if she wants to go out with the girls for the weekend and he has to work and he can't watch the kids and he can't get the kids minded? Does that mean then she can't go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you know, the you're, kind of yeah, but you're dealing with you're dealing with the irrational mind here, James. You know what I mean? Of, of women, yeah, yeah that, that yeah. is true. Well, hold, well, hang on for a second because I'm going to go to a woman in a second. I come to the rain, but I want to go to Joe first. He's waiting ages. Joe, hi, how are you? Oh, not too bad. Night. Good afternoon to you. Imagine being in this situation, Joe. Wouldn't be good. Wouldn't oh, be good. Oh, I tell you something. It's like a shotgun waiting at the moment. It's just <laughs> kind of going from one extreme to the other. Someone's getting a bullet. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like, it's like Fair City does uh, kin <laughs> and love hate together. So what would you do? Joe, well, Joe, you're not married, so it's difficult for you to understand this one. But yeah. but, well, you, I, yeah, exactly, but you but yeah. you're female friends, and you've had females in the past in your life, you know, so you understand them. Yes, indeed, indeed. Yeah. Well, the way I look at it, well, the way I look at it is, look, I've been at a lot of weddings. I've been at. Uh, I was at a wedding there last year. Uh, a cousin of mine got married there, and they had about, um, I think it was about twelve or thirteen kids. And every time that the wedding, every time the priest was doing the mass or doing the wedding, the kids were running all over the place. It was like play school. They just were bored out their heads. <laughs> they didn't even know what was going or coming and going. And then when they got to the reception, they were screaming and they were tearing into one another. It was like a brawl, like, you know, it was <laughs> unbelievable. I know, and they're running and around sliding on the ground. And, and I was, <laughs> was saying to myself, as I said before to you, and I said it to, I said it to a lot of people, there's a lot of people, women in this country, no disrespect, they shouldn't be having kids if they can't look after them properly. Well, yeah, but, but now I, I, I do understand that, but, you know, I have three kids of my own, and I remember when they were young, you know, yeah. I mean, you, you can't control everything. They do run around a bit, and because they, oh, they're, they're yeah. full of energy. We've all done it. Done yeah. it We've all done it, yeah. Exactly. Sliding on the dance well, floor on their knees and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, I think there's a, I think there's a proxy, you know, with, 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 with parenting, Compared to back like in the seventies or eighties or yeah. even the nineties, James. James, by the way, James today. thinks the wife will compromise. He's <laughs> James. I'm living in the real world. Well, <laughs> he thinks the know, wife should compromise. Something. Yeah, there's always something you could do. But I think children today are uh, not respected children. But I think children today are a lot more clever than what uh, we were, because they have the advantage of smartphones and the internet and all this stuff. Mm. And I think they're kind of too, you know. They kind of pick up more than what we used to pick up. And I think they're 
Another thing too I've noticed with a lot of children is that children are not Yeah, no, no, I, I, well, hang on, Joe, I'm going to come back to you in a second. Um, the number, by the way, is 85 55 I'll grab everybody back on the line. They'll give you all the ring straight back again, all right? Uh, unfortunately, lost that there. Um, we've got to take a quick break anyway. We've got to take a quick seven-second break. I'll explain why in a second. The Nile Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085-100-2255. Did I say that too fast? Slow it down. That was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. All right, I'll come back to uh, Joe in a second. Morris, hi, how are you? Not how are you doing? Good. Morris, what, what is he going to do in this situation? Well, I was telling your researcher earlier on, um, I'm from the old stock that kids should be at weddings because I was telling her I was three years of age at my sister's wedding and she was getting married at 21, okay? Yeah. A long time ago. Sheila now is 80 years of age. I'm 62. And I still meet her every Saturday to go for a cup of coffee. Right. So you were at the wedding. So, so you think kids should be at a wedding. wedding? Exactly. I think kids... There'd be no, there'd be no kids if there was no Brilliant. weddings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. That's, that's the way I see it. Whether you go to the Catholic Church and get married or get a blessing. You know, your your idea in life is if you want them, you go and have kids. And then you grow, you, like my mother said, a marriage, your children are like your marriage. If you put nothing in, you'll get nothing back. And I heard you the other day saying yourself, you're, you went to visit your son, he bought a house. There you go. Where did he learn that from? Mm. From you. And your, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like everything else. You know, kids make weddings. I, if adults want to have a, a wedding-free kids just to go drinking and making stupid idiots out themselves, fine. But if you just consider having kids at the wedding, they make weddings. They're fun, they're laugh, they're great, they go. So you're, so you're saying to me the brother and his wife should surrender here and, and invite the kids? Um, if, if I, listen, if I had nieces and nephews and they were able to come to me wedding, why wouldn't I want them at me wedding? They're family, they're blood. So, okay, so what should this guy do now? If if the brother's digging his heels in and agreeing with his yeah. future missus and they're not inviting kids and the wife is digging her heels in and saying, I'm not going if the kids are not invited, what should well, he do? See, I understand where the woman is coming from because she feels insulted. If my kids are not good enough to go to your wedding, well, do you think I am? Why would I abandon my kids just to go to your wedding if they're not good enough? I'll stay at home with my kids. Oh, there you go. Oh, well, well, hang on. There you go, Joe. See, Morris is saying the kids should be invited. He understands why the... the, the uh, Wife is so upset. Yeah, well, look, I'm not going to just look. Morris is entitled to his view, and uh, look, Morris has, is a man of that look, that has a good, uh, good knowledge and is very has good experience. But my view, myself, and I'm only just saying my own view is that things can get fairly messy at times because children they don't they don't their concentrations wouldn't be that great and they get bored very easily like you know that kind of thing like yeah and they run the muck Morris do me a favor stay there and James stay there for a second let me go to Lorraine yeah. as well Lorraine hi hi Noel how are you good Lorraine do you I mean firstly should kids be at a wedding Morris thinks they'll make the wedding I personally for myself I would have kids at my wedding I I have kids of my own and I couldn't leave out my nieces and nephew I agree with Morris on that point but what everyone's missing is it's not the missus's wedding it's the brother-in-law's wedding and the wife's wedding if they don't want kids you have to respect that well, I think she's been extreme I think she's been extremely selfish on that part like she's putting her husband in a horrible position it's basically choose me or choose your brother 
But that's exactly what she's doing. But Mar- Morris has said he understands why she feels that way because she feels insulted. No, so I got invited to a wedding last year and I have three kids, as you know, and my kids weren't invited and I wasn't insulted. And me personally, I enjoyed the night off. Okay. So I enjoyed going you, you didn't you didn't kind of get a surprise when you seen the wedding invitation went, oh, they're not inviting the kids. That's a bit of a piss off. You didn't you didn't get it, insulted, did you? I didn't get insulted. Now, not that we were warned beforehand, but when I got the invite, I didn't turn around and say, oh, uh, look, the I'm kids aren't invited. I'm not going. You can't do that. You can't. But, people, but I know people who do that all the time. I know people who were like that. They wouldn't go if the kids weren't invited. No, I don't. I, it's their wedding. My sister's getting married next year and she's only having um, a small few, like only my daughter's flower girl and then that's about it. There's not many kids. Now, don't get me wrong. I can understand if it was a small intimate wedding, say in a restaurant with just direct family of say 10 people or something like that. I could live with that. I could understand that. But this is not. He said there's 100 people, over 100 people invited and they're trying to curtail the numbers of this. And besides anything else, he said the future wife, the fiance doesn't want kids at the wedding. Now, he is the best man at the wedding. So... You would imagine they would just invite his kids even, wouldn't you? Well, not necessarily. If she wants no kids at her wedding, they have to respect that. They, it's not their wedding. Yes, I understand her point. Oh, my kids are not invited. But it's not her wedding. Maybe the woman, the no. future sister-in-law just doesn't want kids at the wedding. Maybe the future sister-in-law just wants her friends and the adults at it. Like, as Joe said, kids can get bored. Kids yeah. can run around. I, uh, kids get bored either. I know my own do. My kids no, get bored after Yeah, yeah. Hours. Sorry, Morris, go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking there about um, the, the brother of the groom being the best man. I'm just thinking, is, is, is the brother that's getting married, would he be a godfather to any of his brother's children? Or was he at the, was he at the christenings or was he at the communion, depending on what the age are? Well, so, I, I know, would imagine he is if he's the only brother, because he does mention he's his only brother. I imagine then yeah. he probably was the godfather of, the, of one or two of the kids. Well, one of the yeah. kids, and at he, least. And if the kids were old enough and they had communions, was he at their celebration for their communion or the confirmation? And now all of a sudden they're not good enough to go to a wedding of their uncle. You know what I mean? That doesn't make sense to me to be banning kids from family gatherings. I mean, you know, because I oh, okay, well, well, hang on, well, hang on. So it's just go back to James. James, you're listening to what Morris is saying. And, and I do get the point that he's making. He probably is the godfather of one of the kids. I mean, it's very close. It'd be different if it was a cousin or a niece or a nephew or whatever. But, they, you know, it's his brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. I, I, I do get Morris not, what Morris is saying, but that lady is spot on. And look, at the end of the day, it's the sister-in-law's wedding. Like, she's she's the one who's decided and she should respect her views. And unfortunately, she doesn't. And it's, it's kind of almost like she's kind of digging her heels in and now, well, you know, this is not good enough. We're being discommoded, so you're not going either. Like, you know what I mean? So... Mm. Like, you know, it's a tough one, but I, I think, you know, the fact that his brother's... And the fact that he's the best man, Niall, that's, you know, he was just... If he was a groomsman or just a guest, I could understand. But the fact that he's the best man, because he's actually part of wedding party, so he has to go. But the problem then is, Niall, that he'll be there and he, like, his whole day then will be like, oh, no, this is going to cause murder at home. Yeah, I have to go home to this. Yeah. You know, it's just, if anything, Niall, and I'm going to say this, I think the, the 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 wife, the mother, is very selfish. I think she's been extremely selfish. Like, you know, I think she could turn... And just well, maybe, say, maybe as Mara said, she's just insulted and feeling protective of her children. Well, tough, Niall. You know, life is tough. Tough for up buttercup, you know. She needs to, like, she needs to actually think here of her husband as well and of the whole... Because, as I said, Niall, 
that'll cause a family rift right among the whole family, not just among her husband and his brother. It'll be the whole family of, ah, your wife didn't, didn't want you coming because the kids and blah, blah, blah. That'll cause, like, that long term, that could cause a massive family rift over one woman no, just being, being a selfish cow, to be honest with you, Niall. Yeah. I completely agree. I think she's being so unbelievably selfish. She's putting her husband in such a horrible position. It's either pick me or pick your fa- like pick your brother. I think it's horrible. Respect the I... future sister-in-law's um, view. She doesn't want kids. It's not your wedding. If you want to get married again, have hundreds of kids at your wedding. It's not your wedding. No, yes, go ahead, Morris. I, yeah. I think the brother is insulting his brother by saying, yeah, you can't bring your kids. You know, the family, the blood, the two brothers, they probably have no other siblings. And to be honest with you, from what I'm reading about the two sister-in-laws, they seem to be wearing the trousers in both relationships. Yeah, well, it does seem... To be honest with well, you. Well, to be fair, Morris, in most relationships, yeah. women wear the trousers, don't they? Well... <laughs> Lorraine, do you wear the trousers or does Jay wear the trousers? Who wears the trousers? Me. I wear the skirt. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> Lorraine wears the trousers. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> well, they, I mean, look, it's well-known fact that women in most relationships are the ones, the decision-makers. Here's one for you, though. My sister got married in June and only had 10 people at her wedding and none of the kids were at it. None of my kids were at it. She had an intimate ceremony. None of the kids were at it. And I wasn't insulted. We all met up afterwards and afterwards there were still no kids involved. So I I don't get it. I don't. I just think the sister-in-law is being extremely selfish. It's not her wedding. At the end of the day, that's just a pure hard fact of it. It's not her wedding. Okay. No. So, well, yeah. Go ahead, Morris. Yeah. So I was thinking there. I know somebody that got married recently, right? And it was a two-day wedding, and they spent forty grand on the wedding, right? And the first day there was no kids allowed. Second day, the kids were brought in. For the party I was at one of those. Wedding. I was at one of those weddings recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, not and recently. It was, go back a few years ago. Was, everybody said the second day was way better than the first day. The first day was just stupid boring. Yeah. Was, well, I mean, uh, yeah, but yeah, you have yeah. to have the money to do that. I was at one of those weddings. Go back about ten years yeah. ago or so, right? And you know, yeah. the first day was the the adults and you know the reception, the whole lot. The second day it was at a castle barbecue. or something. There was a bar, yeah. exactly barbecue, bouncy castle, and the kids were invited, right? But you need them. I mean, that kind of wedding costs money. That's a two-day event. You oh, know what I mean? Forty grand. Yeah, man paid forty grand. Yeah, for oh it, yeah. But everybody agreed that the second day was more entertaining. And oh. I remember you talking about the one you were at because you said a little oink oink. That's right. There was, there, was, there was a pig on a spear rose. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. that. <laughs> 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 All right, okay. hang, oh, hang on. Let me just go to John O'Day. John, you've been listening to Lorraine. She's basically said your your man is being self or the wife is not being selfish. Or no, the wife is being selfish, but not for not wanting to go. Well, I agree with Morris. I think children, I like any weddings I've been at over the years, and there's children there. I think they bring something to the day, you know. Mm. And in other cultures, like in Spain and Italy, like I mean, Christ, they wouldn't bring along the extended family, kids, grandchildren. They'd be held to play because the kids weren't there. No, I have a, I, I have a solution, I think, to this, right? Right. They get everyone off the hook. Right. They go to the wedding and they bring the kids. So the husband then has fulfilled his obligation to the wife that's rare enough, right? Right. They arrive with the kids yeah. at the venue, at the church. Right. And then Uncle Uncle Joe will arrive on and he say, excuse me, what are they doing here? And you say, oh, who? Oh, you mean your nieces and nephews? Well, look, herself said they weren't staying at home. Um, I love you as my brother. I love my wife. I love my kids. So this is the only compromise I could. I had to bring them along. That's, but that's not, that's not no, a compromise. That's not a compromise. No, that's only going to cause a row. 
Hvad det var hende? Jo, den sted, luk. Og jeg tæller Tom til the wife. Og jeg forfølger mig obligation nu. Og jeg brugte dem til det venue nu, right? And then Uncle Joe is over to you now. Then bring the siblings out the front and say, Uncle Joe has got something to tell you. <laughs> What's that, Uncle Joe? <laughs> you can't go to the wedding. <laughs> We can't go to the wedding, Uncle Joe. You don't want to set the wedding, Uncle Joe. <laughs> so proud of you, say, Charlie. Are you, are you smoking something today? Lorraine, what do you... Okay, I understand the point John is making is stick it to the brother and let him make the bad decision on the day. But you think that's going to cause a row? It's going to cause a massive row. Could you imagine turning up at your brother's wedding? And could you imagine the bride? She'll, you she'll standing have there a with your meltdown. kids, and there, there'd be absolute murder. I think it's, it no, would be funny to a, see what happens. A, he, he, he would be after fulfilling his obligation to his wife then. I done the best I could. Leave the brother be the bad guy then. And he is not the brother. The uncle uh, to those kids is not going to leave those kids go away. Their kids are going to uh, stay then. That's the might, compromise. He might, the bride might. Yeah, she might. Could you imagine her turning up to the church and seeing his kids? And I could just imagine her if she'd kill him or the wedding, she might just leave. Sorry. Well, he's not going. And then, and then what you're going to do then, John, is there's other maybe brothers or cousins who might have kids and they're going to go, why is his kids here? Ours weren't invited. We had to stick by the rules. There'll, be, there'll just be murder. You couldn't do that, John. Those kids wouldn't be actually present. The other kids would. And if the, if the bride-to-be didn't railed up, I'd say, listen, look, th- th- this is not going to descend into chaos here today, no, right? The kids are here, no. They're staying, no, right? And that's it. And look, if you don't like it, uh, maybe I'll, I won't marry you. Oh, oh I know when it was my wedding and I said I had no kids and my sister arrived with her kids. I would kill my sister, then I would kill everybody else around me. And it's just like, I can imagine what happened. There's a lot of killing going on. A lot of killing going on, I would just tell, I'd tell them to leave. Why did you bring your chains out to the wedding? I would. I would, though. Lorraine, would you actually say, sorry, listen, you got to bring your kids home again? Yeah. Have you said well, there's other gonna, family well, members there? There's said, other family members the, there that have kids that weren't invited. They stuck by the rules. Could you imagine the rules with them? Put it up to Uncle Joe, let him face down the siblings there, the nieces and the nephews, and, and say, you can come in. We can come in. No, you can't come in. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm loving the voices you're doing today, John. Oh, my. Yeah. Let me go to David. David, how are you? Sorry, John, I, I was trying to imitate your voices there. Sorry. David, <laughs> hi, how are you? <laughs> I didn't know what was going on there. Yeah, neither do I. It's all got a bit mad. I think it's a full moon. I think it's something to do with the budget. Anyway, sorry, David. I mean, I know this yeah. is a bit of a dilemma, and it's anybody's worst nightmare as well, because you're you're kind of stuck in the middle between your brother and your wife. So who comes, who comes first? Yeah, I, I know in my family to be absolute murder if that, if that was a thing. There's loads of children in my family. Um, but, um, yeah, just off the bat, they all they all sound a little bit like a bunch of cranks, um, to be honest. <laughs> but if it, was, if it was something, if, if it was a case of, like, that, that's what the people, the bride and groom wanted and stuff, then it would be a case of just saying, like, that's, that's what's going on then. And, and it sounds you know, to me like that's what the bride wants, not what the groom wants, but it sounds like what the bride yeah, wants. Yeah if, yeah, if that's the case, yeah, no, it's, well, fair enough, you, you go to the wedding, but I mean, at the end of the day, you show up for your brother, and if that's if that's what's happening, then you can get a babysitter or whenever, get somebody else in the kids today. Or maybe yeah, you're making it sound really easy, David. What about the ex-wife? What are you no. going to do with her? 
Or the wife. She, yeah. no, she could be your ex-wife if you don't, <laughs> if, if, yeah, if you don't look after it. Again, again, it's like, what, what do you, like, they sound like a bunch of very unreasonable people on both, on both parts. I mean, if, if, if the Brian McGroom are doing it because they, because they're, there's financial constraints, they could say, hey, we don't, we don't have a lot of money for this wedding. Is there any chance we could do this? Um, but if it's just something where they're just like, we want a child-free wedding, then, um, I don't, I don't really have a solution for, for this other than, you know, there's, there's going to have to, like, if it was my position, if I was in that situation, I'm sure I would say something to my brother. I'd, be, I'd probably say, look, you're a, you're a bit of a crank, to be honest. Yeah, okay, you know, would, well would, you, would you do what John suggested and just arrive with the kids anyway? Just show up. No, I don't think yep. I would do that. I, don't, I would. I think that's, <laughs> that's quite... It's a bit dramatic, isn't it? It's a bit dramatic. Quite dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a scene out of a movie. Right, so, but then, but then you're in a position, David, where you got to choose. It's your brother or your wife. Well, I'm sure I'd have a row with both of them, to be, <laughs> to be fair. I'd probably, I'd probably say, look, uh, you have to go to your brother's wedding. And I'd probably say to my brother, you're being, you're being an a-hole, to be honest. Yeah, I just book, uh, probably the best thing to do is just book a week in Spain for yourself and just go away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, there's, there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of strange family, families. Just cancel the bloody wedding. There's a lot of weird family dynamics about. Yeah, do you think she's been, is the wife being a selfish cow, is she, David? She is, yeah. She, like, she, she should keep out of it. Like, if the kids aren't able to go, like, un- unfortunately, like, it, it would, I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't be, I you know, I wouldn't be in favour of that. Like, I think kids should be at the wedding. But, I mean, it's not up to anybody else other than the bride and the groom. And, you know, they can have a row about that in advance or whatever. But uh, I don't, I'm not, I don't think the wife should weigh in and say, if you go to this, I'm, I'm leaving you or I won't talk to you again. Well, that's, that's what she's saying. She, you yeah, know, that's, well, that's more or less what she's saying. And the brother has said, if he doesn't go to the wedding, he'll never speak to him again. That sounds like a great. That's first of all, it sounds like a great brother, and sounds like a great wife. Sounds like a, a fantastic family to be in. Uh, <laughs> Who'd want to be in that family? <laughs> I wouldn't want to bloody well be. But we all know that people. <laughs> sorry, Lorraine. Women can be irrational sometimes. You know, all women can be irrational. Mind, mind you, men can never, be irrational too. Never, never. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I am saying no quiet. Lorraine, you, uh, Lorraine, are you irrational <laughs> by times? Me, never. <laughs> now, now, Lorraine, if you're lying to me, you know I can find out very quickly, don't I you? I know, yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> we ring... Neither um, can believe you actually said that. Yeah, no, I mean, we could just ring Jay, her husband, and get him on. I, I mean, know you can. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I know, women just can't, I mean... Women can be, we can be. Women are more high-strung than men. Sorry to all the women out there, but... We can be. But mm. I just think the, the wife is being a selfish cow in this scenario. I just genuinely what? do. I just think she's put... The husband has done nothing wrong. He's actually in a position, for the first time in his uh, men's history, he's done nothing wrong. He's in trouble in any way. <laughs> but is that, not, is that not normally the case, Lorraine, that men get into trouble and they've done nothing anyway? Anyway, listen, I've got to take a quick break. Stay there, Lorraine, John, David. I'm going to come to Tony uh, straight after this quick seven-second break. The Nile Boylan Podcast. Get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Yes, <laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> 085 100 2255.
The Nile Boylan Podcast. Just looking at some of your messages, by the way, coming in as well. We got married in 1978. Oh, that was a long time ago. There was always children at weddings in those days. And had a child-free wedding. Oh, in 1978, they had one. This is Adrienne. She says, uh, when mine were young, I loved a child-free wedding invite. Uh, Louise Colby says, had two kids at my wedding, page boy and flower girl. That was it. Each to their own. Nell says, uh, go to your brother's important wedding. If she doesn't like uh, to go, good. Uh, she's just being complicated. But she, you know, Lorraine, have you ever been complicated? Me? No. <laughs> no. I'm the most easygoing person ever. I'm sure Jay would disagree with me, though. <laughs> Can we get Jay on no. the other line? Sorry, okay. Hang on, Tony. Hi, how are you? How are you? I'm not okay. Good afternoon to you. Yeah, I'm serious, by the way. Sorry, I'm just shouting down to my producer. I, I'm serious. Can we get Jay on the other line? Uh, yes, yeah, Tony. Yeah. Tony. Uh, is the wife yeah. being unreasonable? Is the brother-in-law or the brother being unreasonable? Or are they all just being unreasonable in this case? I think they're all just being unreasonable. If a couple wants to have a child-free wedding, look, just let them walk away. It's different if people are coming from abroad and they've no babysitter or something like that. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can, yeah, but just like they have to bring the kids. But I mean, if someone wants a child-free wedding, that's just... It's just the way it is, and they want. Yeah, it. but you, you hear, you hear what John it's said. It's too much friction. It's too much friction. You saw husbands and wives are not going, and sisters is not going, and I'm not going. That's yeah. just the real thing. They have to respect it. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be me. Uh, like that'd be me. Like there was kids at our wedding. But I mean, if someone doesn't want to have it, no. Mm. No, just turn up under the air. I keep saying it. You just have to bite the bullet. You have to say, okay. Just like it's a child-free wedding, and if you can't, if you can't get a babysitter, if it's just impossible, you have to turn around and say, "Look, I'm just sorry. I've gone nice. every, I went mm. down every single avenue for to get a babysitter, and I can't get one. So what do we do? And put the ball in their court." Nice. Yeah, sorry, John. Look, as I said, uh, it's just on the off chance that the guy is listening, that's in this dilemma, right? Bring your kids, turn up to the wedding, and then see will your brother do his impersonation of a bouncer and sad and Not, not, not to do guys. Of course you can. That's not the right thing to do. Of course you can. Of course you can. Well, they're his kids. And yeah, also, it's their uncle is getting married, right? So I'll let the uncle tell the kids they're not welcome. It's not his wedding. If the bride and groom have chose not to have kids at their wedding, I'm sure yeah. there's other family members that have. Well, he's but he's the, he's the uncle of the of the siblings. I'm sure he and has cousins that have kids and stuff. What do they If they have to bring the kids, they bring them. If, if they have to bring, if someone has to bring, has to bring their children. Oh, see now, Tony. Now you're going down the John O'D route. So, so uh, no, ah. they have to bring them. <laughs> Why, there's, there's no, no reason to, to have to bring your kids. There's no reason to have right, okay, to bring your kids. Okay, if someone's coming, okay, but just like if someone's coming over from Spain or Germany or wherever they live, uh, but just like, and there's no other side to the family. The only here. reason you would ever have to bring a child, I mean have to bring a child, if it was a child with a disability that needed care, or if it was a baby that needed breastfeeding. Uh, you Understand. You can't get a babysitter. Like, you can't stick kids with someone you don't know. People do like, all the time. Like, you can't just arrive now. You can't. I know you'd love to sometimes, but you just can't. Just leave you them, just with, the nan leave them with the nanny from hell. They'll really appreciate you when you get home then. Yeah, you can't because the whole family is going to the wedding. Like, the whole family is going to the wedding. Plus, so there's no one. 
Give them to Lorraine. She has loads of kids. She's well able to look after kids. Sorry, Lorraine, said it again. I'm sure her side of the family aren't going, so why can't she get her side of the family to mind the kids? Good idea. Yeah, there that you go. is a good idea. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But if a person is stuck and they have to bring the children, and it does happen, it does happen. Well, bring them, bring them, bring the kids. <laughs> John is <laughs> gagging for a row. <laughs> John, I'd love you to turn up to the church, but you can't do that. Could you imagine turning well, up to the church? You know, this, uh, you know, this reminds me of Niall. It's the scene from Oliver, you know, where Oliver comes up and the eggs, the man go up and ask for a second helping. And Mr. Bumble is up there and Oliver comes up. He said, please, sir, can I have some more, sir? Well, leave Uncle Tom or Dick or whatever his name is. Do Mr. Bumble and they say, you're not welcome here. <laughs> 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 OK, here we go to Angela. Hang on. Angela, hi, how are you? <laughs> Stay there, Lorraine, by the way. He just stayed there. Oh, yeah, sorry. There's <laughs> a Angela, oh, there's a, bit, there's a bigger row on the way. Trust me. Hi, Darlene. Hi, John. How, how are, are you, sweetheart? I'm, I'm <laughs> hey, lads, this is not a love-in. All right, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so what you do is you get Uncle Joe to rise to the door, bring out the kids and go, um, hi, kids, just to let you know you're not coming to the wedding. And the kids will go, oh, thank God, Uncle Joe. Thank God, because we'd be bored shitless at it anyway. And we don't like the food. <laughs> and all we'd be doing is sitting down on chairs all night. Might have a run around the dance floor. Annoy the shit out of all the parents and the adults there. So thanks very much, Uncle Joe. What's with all the voices on the show today? What's with everybody doing children's <laughs> yeah, voices? Yeah, moon. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Now, so, just to say, yeah. I have, um, when I got married, when we got married, I had one niece and two nephews who were a beautiful flower girl, two beautiful page boys at the church, got packed at the hotel. See you later. Bye. Mm. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs> they were gone. Right. They were gone. Yeah. I didn't want kids at my wedding. And the thing is, it's not just that kid, you know. So you're saying, oh, just bring the kids. So what if there was other brothers and sisters on both sides that turned around and said, well, we're going to bring them anyway. And suddenly you're there and you have about 20 kids running around when you didn't expect them anyway. Yeah. You can't uh, do that. It's not their wedding. But, but they're not, like, you see, Angela, they're not all in the predicament that this guy is in. So if he turns up with the three kids, everyone else like, hasn't got their kids there at the time. He had the bottle in. Look, he said, look, I'm not going to be going through this head with my wife. I don't want to insult my brother. I brought the kids along to peace for everyone. They're here now, so let's get on with this. Okay, well, by the way, just before we go any further, stay there, Angela and John and Lorraine, if you can. Let me just go to Jay. Jay, hi, how are oh, you? Go away. How are you, now? Jay, do you think women can be unreasonable? Of course they can. Are they irrational? You know they are. Is your wife irrational? I'm not married. Oh, well, sorry. Okay. Why don't you marry her? Your partner, but, is she irrational? Yeah, it can be sometimes. Like yeah. That yeah, yeah, yeah. She claims she's not. She claims she's not. I can hear her giggling in the background there, so she must have all the housework done. <laughs> she claims she's Just not irrational. You have to come home. You have to come home to me tonight, by the way, James. <laughs> James, she claims she's not irrational. No, well, of course you'd say that. I'm never going to admit that, now, is she? Right, you're working hard today, Jay. I, I know we, we grabbed you. 
Yes, I actually did, yeah. I'm in the bloody back of a trailer. <laughs> All right, okay. We let you go again, Jay. Say goodbye to Lorraine. Lorraine, give him a kiss goodbye there. He'll see you later. Bye. Yeah. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jason, go on. Say it. Jason, say it. I will. I will. I will. Make sure the dinner's ready when I go home. No, no. Say, <laughs> no, she just said she loved you. Goodbye, Nora. I have to go. Love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, Jay. But, um, Sorry, he was in the back of the Yeah, I, go can I, back to the wedding. Can I say that, um, like, when when we were younger as cousins, right, um, do you know, but we weren't young cousins, you know, we were, like, in our late teens, kind of 20, um, a few of our cousins got married. And what we did was we all got dressed up, we all went to the church, we all stayed in the hotel, and what we didn't do was we didn't go to the reception because that costs money. So what we did was we went to the restaurant in the hotel or ordered from the local chipper and we went into the reception afterwards. Mm. This is what John is and think. I, nobody has mentioned this. It's the bloody cost of it. Yeah. Well, it's, I, I, it's actually the cost of it as well. No, I don't think the couple have decided based on cost. Now, he did say that the brother said that there were over 100 people going to the wedding, but it wasn't just yeah. that. He said that his fiance, his future wife, didn't want kids at the wedding. Yeah, she yeah, doesn't want big, kids. That's a big one, yeah. The, yeah. That's a, yeah, she doesn't want kids at the wedding. I was at a wedding recently of a very close friend of mine, and they decided that their three kids were going to go. Two of them were, one was 22, one was 15, the other one was three, right? So they brought their three-year-old daughter and they didn't have a moment's peace. They no. did not have a moment's no. peace. So you are saying that you want to bring at that, you know, you'd bring, let's say, okay. Let's say what? Are you going, Angela? Are you going? Oh, she's vanished. <laughs> I agree with Angela though. Like yeah. kids get bored. Mm. You know, my three would get bored. I've got a ten, a seven year old, and a three year old, and they'd be bored out with their tree. But you see, no, it's not. A, it's not about the kids being bored. That's not the topic. The topic is that uh, kids have not been invited. The wife of the guy uh, that's going to the wedding right is compromised. The, the, his brother is compromised because his his intended doesn't want any kids there. She wants a child free zone, right? So the best compromise is I said the day, turn up and bring your kids. Carla, hi, how are you? Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's go to Carla. Let's get another female voice in this. Women are more important when it comes to this topic. <laughs> um, hi there, Niall. Um, I'm the mother of a special needs um, child, eight years old. Okay. And if it was a family wedding, there would be no ch choice. It would be either stay stay at home with the child or go with the child to the wedding. Like I, I because of ch child care would be family only because of the the special needs requirements. Yeah, but you might um, be able to get an in-law, i.e. No, no, no. Like some situations, there, there, there <coughs> is no option of the in-laws. Mm. So, like, I totally get, I totally get that some people want child-free weddings, but when it comes to family, and you have to take into consideration that some members of the family, you know. It's a ve it's a very tough call, but if there's a special needs child in the family and mm. the only child care for 
that child is the family members who are at the wedding. You know, the bride and groom have to really think hard in the lead up to the wedding. You know, you know, Jane or Mary has, you know, a special needs child. And if if it's a complete child free wedding, you know, point blank, you mm. know, my sister Mary or Jane can't come. And there there there, there needs to be you know, a bit of leeway. A little bit of a little bit well, of I, leeway. Well, I did say earlier the... on, I would understand completely if it was a woman who needed to breastfeed a baby and she had to bring the baby along, or somebody who had a child who had a disability, for example, and they needed yeah, care. Yeah. And I, I, I think anybody should understand in those circumstances. Um, I suppose this, the kind of grey area is what the special needs are, and I know we should never ask that, but what the special needs are of the child, and does it really require the mother to be with the child all the time? Now, sometimes it does. Yeah, really and, and I, you know, I don't think it's it's the call of the, the you know the, the brother and the fiance to make that call. It's yeah. up to the family member to make that call. Um, you know, but I, I also do understand, Carla, that there are people, and forty six percent of couples now don't want children at weddings. They just don't. So, I mean, should this should this wife be insulted that our kids haven't been invited, Carla? I. I think every family is a, is is its own individual situation, but I, I don't know the situation of the 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 sister-in-law or whatever. But you know, there could be the possibility that it's a special needs situation. It mm. could easily be, and you know, what if there are no in-laws on the other side? Because you know, sometimes that does happen. Lorraine, would you would you accept that, Lorraine, that maybe, I don't know, maybe one of the kids, maybe on the spectrum, may have autism, I don't know, may have special needs, whatever it is. Would you accept that maybe that's the reason why the wife is kind of adamant? It could be, you know, because... A hundred percent. Absolute hundred percent. Like my own son, he's three, he was recently diagnosed autistic. I understand completely. If you have a special needs child and the mother has to be there, I would get that point a hundred percent. I would put my foot down if... I, I couldn't bring my child with me and I had to be with him all the time and there was nobody else there to mind him. I understand that completely, but there's nowhere in that text that says... No. Yeah. That, no, I don't no. mean any I mean no disrespect to Cora or anybody else. It's just there's no indication on that text message that the mother has to be with the kids. No, I, I, th- I think it would have been, I think the husband probably would have mentioned it if one of the children had special yeah, needs. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, yeah, no, and, and Carla, I, I respect the point that you're making and I think in that situation there needs to be a conversation, obviously. And I think a bit no, of leeway. No, I, I, It'd be heartless, by no, the way, not to have a bit of leeway in those situations. Yeah, no, no, nobody would have a problem with that, Neil. I mean, for God's right. sake, you'd want to have a heart of stone, right? But this is about three siblings. Uh, nothing else has been mentioned, like, and basically, mm. they're not allowed to go, like, so I still stand over and I say, I know you bring do. the kids along. <laughs> Carla, leaving aside this, the special needs part of it, because there hasn't been a mention of that in the email, and I think everybody, as you know, John said rightly, you'd have to have a heart of stone not to consider that. But if there was no situation where there were special needs and it was just three kids, um, would you have an issue or do you have an issue with people not inviting? Now, it, it is his brother. He's the best man at the wedding and it's his kids. So when I, as somebody mentioned earlier on, most likely this guy that's getting married is the godfather of one of the children, most likely. Yeah. So well, He's the uncle in here. Yeah, he's certainly the uncle. He's the godfather probably of the first child. So, Carla, do you, do you think it's unfair not to invite them? Um... I think, 
you know, it's a very tricky situation. But if you if 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 you're the aunt or uncle of children who you're saying absolutely not coming to my wedding, I think I think it's pretty cruel and I've I've seen situations through the years where it splits the family in two. Oh yeah. And I've seen estrangements of family because of this particular reason and what I I spoke to someone a, uh, an, a few years ago and the way they handled the no child versus you know children thing at the wedding was family children only friends no kids unless it was breastfed babies and I think that is the compromise that you know couples have to think about Okay, so if it's direct family, you can bring your children, but kind of cousins and friends. The, no, yeah, the family as such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abs- the bride you know, and groom Niall- have to consider it. Yeah, sorry, Lorraine, go ahead. Niall, oh, Niall Angela. Angela. Um, oh, you're back. Niall, the thing with that is, so yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> sometimes in that situation, um, you can have best friends that you're closer to with than your family, your sister than your family. Like as I said, I have a brother and sister. Um, my sister at the time had a daughter who was my goddaughter and my nephew and my other brother had a nephew. They mm. weren't coming to the wedding and that's it. And there was no, there was no, oh, they have to be there. Oh, you're the godmother. Oh, no, that's the way it was. And everyone respected that. And there's been no divide. The only question asked was when he was younger, Killian, my nephew was like, where was I? And we were like, well, you were in mommy's tummy. That was the only but there's a, Yeah, but there's going to... Carla's right. There's going to be a huge problem here because she's digging her heels in and in his last paragraph, he said he knows what his wife is like. She's very stubborn and she doesn't give in easily, right? He's already talked to his brother and the brother's fiance or future wife is also very stubborn. This is really the war of two women, really, to be yeah, honest with you. and it's her wedding. Yeah, but here's the problem. No matter what he does, he's in the doghouse. If he goes to well, the wedding, he's putting his brother before his wife. If he doesn't go to the wedding, his brother said he'll never speak to him again. So no matter well, what he does, he to, he's the doomed. Way, the way I look at this is, he's the best man. He has to go. And I am sorry. So then, so what, his abandon brother, his wife? Yeah, that's it. That's not going to that's work it, out well, is it? Just got, no, it, it might not. But the thing is, this is his brother. Hmm. Something wrong with your phone. Something wrong with your phone, Angela. Somebody's determined not to have you on the air today. I mean, Carla, in that situation, just very quickly, I mean, because I have to finish up anyway, but I mean, it's his brother. I understand that. The brother said he'll never speak to him again if he doesn't appear at the wedding. Um, But the wife has said she's not going to talk to him if he goes. So, well, well, hang on, John. So, Carla, what's he going to do? Well, like, he's married to his wife and, you know... The, the the his brother's fiance is putting the marriage in a very precarious position. You know, she's starting off her married life, but he's in in a marriage and putting untoward pressure. You know, I just I just think that couples really have to think and have like extenuating circumstances for. You know, family kids. Sorry. I'm back. Cara, do you not think so? Cara, do you not think so? She should have 
the wife should respect the bride and groom's wishes. Do you not think it's not up to... It's, the, bigger, the, it's bigger than this. It's bigger than this. It's not, no, but it's not really. Yes. It's their wedding. You have to respect their wedding. At the end of the day, you're not paying for a, the wedding. You're not paying there's for a, anything. There's they another are. compromise. They come in on the eve of the wedding. A man, they come in, you know, in the dark old state. He could present himself at a local psychiatric agency. He got another straight down. Anthony, well, hang on. Let me just go back to Anthony before our phone cuts off again. Anthony, we need to get you a new phone. Uh, I just got one. <laughs> but that's the problem. So, so Anthony, you, you were saying he should just go to the wedding. But then what about his wife? What about her? there? She Le- sounds like a bloody cow anyway. I wouldn't want her at my wedding sitting there with a face on her. Oh my God. I completely agree. <laughs> she is going to sit there with a face on her because her three kids, her three darlings aren't there. This is not her day. This is not her wedding. The brother and the fiancé have obviously agreed on this. That is not to go. Who is she to turn around and tell them who should be and who shouldn't be at the wedding? Well, I 100% agree. Well, yeah, but hold on. She She is married to this guy, right? So if he, well, hang on. She <laughs> she said she's not going, and that's that. So let's just put the nail on that one, right? So she's not going because the brother or the brother's future wife is not going to change her mind about the kids, right? So the brother yeah. has said to him, if you don't go to the wedding as my best man, I'm not speaking to you again. I'll never speak to you again. The wife has said to him, if you go to the wedding, me and you are done. So not well, Steph, Do you know what I would do in that case? I would turn around and go, see ya out the door yeah. because Bye. she is some bitch I am sorry now I keep using that word she is some bitch to give that ultimatum to her husband whose brother is getting married his brother Jeez. who I he can. is blood with ah come on Angela you want him Alice to break up now over this yeah well that she's ah, willing to on. break up over it but John ah, what on. is he meant to do Bring the kids along and ruin the the groom and bride's the bride's wedding. Well, I, I, I as I said, do. I reckon you man anyway. You'd rather piss it's, off. Well, but hang on, but it's, it's almost well. Okay, here, here's another little scenario, right? Just before we go, right? What about people who send wedding invitations without plus ones on them? And I, and that's kind of happening more often nowadays. So years ago, it was always you sent a wedding invitation with a plus one on it, right? So, you know, it would say an, a cousin, you you know, you just send them a wedding invitation plus one. So yeah. you get a wedding invitation and you're married and there's no plus one on it. One of your mates in work. That, that, that's a highly uh, insulting because that's almost saying that you can't get anyone to go. I to would, well, here's, here's the thing, Angela. I know I might sound like I'm stubborn. I wouldn't go. If a mate of mine sent me a I wedding thought... invitation without a plus one on it, I wouldn't go. Yeah, yeah here's your brother. I went. I went. I went to the wedding in June because it's not like no one to bring I could have no I'm talking about if you were married the person knows you're married or they know you're in a permanent relationship and they don't put your partner or your wife's name on it or oh, plus that's one different. Oh, that's that, different that, that's becoming more common now well, that's, wrong. that's very different mm. that's wrong that, that's completely different do you know what I mean of course that's Jesus just, if I was still married just, then I got that's invited just been, then. that's just been thick <laughs> yeah I've just been completely ignorant on the spot. And you know well, what? Well, I tell you what, before we go today, I go, before I'm we, not going. 
before we go today, can we all have to say maybe say a little prayer <laughs> for for this for this, for this guy because novena, he's going to need more than the prayer. He's going to need a second novena. Is that right, John? No, I'm, I'm going for the nervous breakdown anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Carla, Angela, John, Lorraine, thank you very much indeed. I appreciate you all coming here. It was Bye. fun. Okay. Bye. It was fun. Uh, by the way, breaking news, Chief Financial Officer of RTE, Richard Collins, has just resigned, says Kevin Backhurst, Director of RTE. And uh, an email sent out to staff. Um, this is the guy, by the way, that was in the Oireachtas Committee that said he didn't know how much he earned. Do you remember him? He's just resigned. I'm sure he knows how much he's going to get for resigning anyway, by the way. Um, he'll get he'll get it. You see, here's the thing. He's resigned, but he'll probably get a few quid bye-bye money. And if you resign, you shouldn't get bye-bye money. You only get bye-bye money if they're letting you go. Anyway. Can I ask you, by the way? Oh, I want to read out some of your messages first. Uh, Maureen says on WhatsApp, I don't see what the fuss is about. If the bride and the groom agreed to no children at their wedding, then so be it. It is their day, not the guests. Children, depending on age, get bored, get up to mischief, and that can actually spoil the day as a mother or a father may have to leave early, says Maureen. Jessica says, why would you want kids at a wedding? Who could have a tantrum at any moment and ruin everyone's fun? And they just run around the place like a playground. It's no place for them. I kind of agree. I agree with everybody in relation to that. Um, it, wedding is not a place for children. It really isn't. Bernie says, personally, I think children at a wedding can be a, a bit demanding on parents. I don't have a problem with children attending weddings, but at the end of the day, it's the bride and groom's choice. On the plus side, it's a lovely opportunity for a couple to enjoy a day child-free and have time to meet and chat with people and also some uh, very much good quality time. Just my opinion. Rachel says, I'd love a child-free wedding. Somebody else says, now, if my kids were not invited to a sibling's wedding, and it is kind of sibling, um, I wouldn't go either. I think it's fiercely insulting. Yeah, my, Margaret says, my advice is go to the wedding and don't be allowing the wife to control your decisions. Somebody else says, no, there is that husband. He's effed. Yeah, he is. He's, do he, he's kind of doomed, isn't he? Sarah Jane says, she comes across as jealous. Who, the wife or the bride-to-be? Uh, John Lunny says, put the shoe on the other foot. And I bet she'd go. I'm trying to figure that one out. Mm. By the way, can I remind you again? Look at the precious mug. That's a... And I'll boil a podcast mug. Now, that is one of the original ones we got done. We don't like the colour, right? So, but it is nice. They are nice. And a lot of people like them. Um, but we are getting more ones in, which will be in blue. And they'll have the same blue logo that we have on our website. Um, so they won't have the black background. But some people like the black background. And they will also be very special. So we are getting new ones in. They're on the way. And we have three of those ones left. Um, what I'm going to do, because people ask me about it all the time because they often see me drinking out of it during the show. And, and they want to know how they can get one. So we will be selling them uh, once we get more of them in. Uh, we will be also giving them away free. We're coming up with some idea whereby people who have subscribed already, you know, um, when they're there a period of time, once they've subscribed for a period of time, you know, they may get one. We, we're looking at a plan around doing that depending on the cost factor involved. But for the moment, I have three of those, and I'm going to give them away. So all you got to do is subscribe on the website over the next three days. So I give one away each day. And we'll give one to somebody who subscribes on our website over the next three days. One each day. And all you got, and by the way, obviously the paid subscription. It's $5.99. It's the price of a cup of coffee that will fit in the mug. 
it's basically a thank you to us for doing the show because we don't get paid for doing this, obviously. We're, we're, working, we're working for ourselves here. So nobody's getting paid at the moment. Um, we wouldn't make enough money uh, to do that. But we like to provide this show for you. I mean, it's an opportunity for you to have your opinion on lighter topics like this, which are social issues, but more more so on the more serious topics, which we do on a regular basis too. People often wonder why we do the social issues like that because I think it gives us a little bit of a break. We always find when the news is very negative, like today with the budget, et cetera, et cetera, it's wiser for us to do something like we did today to lighten people's spirits just a little bit. We leave the heavier stuff for other days. But we need your help to continue doing this every single day. We give you the show live every day, free of charge. We don't charge you for watching it. We don't charge you for listening to it. It's on Facebook and it's on Twitter. It's free of charge. And we do that because we know many people can't afford to pay for it. We understand that. The cost of living is through the ceiling and people don't have much money. So we thank everybody, each and every one of you, for supporting us. The thousands who watch it live and listen to it live every day, thank you. The thousands who download it every single day, thank you very much indeed. This, by the way, has the figures that we're doing now, we expect it to do in about a year. So we have excelled and gone past everything we imagined we would do in the first few months. But that doesn't make money. What makes money, of course, is people subscribing, uh, advertising. And as you can see, we don't run any ads, not certainly at the moment anyway. We're not running ads down below. We haven't even tried because we're trying to avoid that. Now, when you listen to it on Spotify, you'll hear an ad before it, one ad maybe or one ad somewhere in the middle. But of course, that's they're put on by Spotify. We get very little for that, trust me. So we want you to subscribe. And for the subscription, you can get to watch the video of all the shows, all the interviews. As you know, we do many interviews on Zoom where we'll have somebody here on a screen beside me. And we've done some great interviews, some of them which you've never seen because we don't stream them live. Some of them, we just put them straight up onto the website. And they're behind the paywall, as they say. And it's five ninety nine a month. It's the price of a pint of beer. Thankfully, beer didn't go up in the budget yesterday, so it's in and around the price of a pint of beer, depending on where you buy your pint. Uh, or the price of an expensive cup of coffee. Once a month, as a kind of thank you for us doing the show. We would really appreciate your support. We do need your support. We can't do it without your support. We couldn't continue to do this and not make money because it costs money to do. There's electricity, and um, there's people to pay, but unfortunately nobody's getting paid at the moment. So we're just doing it because we love doing it. But of course, that love only lasts a certain amount of time because it ha we have to be practical too. So we would ask you, please, if you could support us, please go to our website. It's nileboylan.com. If some of our listeners are unable to afford a subscription, we ask for your support by sharing the link, by the way. So if you can't afford to subscribe, share the link on Twitter, on Facebook to subscribe. And we will select one lucky subscriber who subscribes on the website for five ninety nine to win uh, a producer Pete Hamper. I've just been <laughs> I've just been told on my screen. I don't even know what a producer Pete Hamper is. But I'm assuming it includes one of these. All right. And one listener who shares the link for a chance to win the smug mug. That's what we're calling them, by the way. It's a smug mug. Because people always say, no, nah, why do you look so smug? So this is a smug mug. So if you want to win a mug, share it. Just share the link on Facebook. Share it. We'll keep an eye on the shares, I promise. Share the link on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. And don't forget to go to the website and subscribe if you want to be given a chance to win one of those mugs. And as I said, we will be getting a larger stock of the newer ones in very shortly, and we'll let you know how you can get them, all right? Uh, as I said, go to nileboylan.com.
Do it now and please support us if you can. Thank you to all the people who've already supported us. I really, really appreciate it. But we need a lot more. Trust me, we need an awful lot more. Thank you to everybody who got involved. And thank you to everybody who helps us. All three of us here. Producer Pete and Elaine. <laughs> um, thank you very much to everybody. And uh, we shall talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 